0: You guys asked for it. It's finally here. Carousel Project inspired merch. This collection has been on our hearts and minds for a while and it was finally the time for us to bring it to life.
1: Spinning Carousel Company is a pixie dusted jewelry company inspired by theme park history and all of our most magical moments. Each piece is custom designed to represent the unique moments in time of each of your favorite parks. Buy them now at spinningcarousel.com and use code
0: carouselproject for 10% off your first order. Thank you all so much for your support. everyone and welcome to episode two of season six that still sounds so insane to say I am so thrilled to jump in today's episode because I feel like I don't know I feel like at least in my research I recovered some like little storytelling gems that I did not know existed so I am very 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 excited to jump into today's topic but before we get started I'm Josie Maida and you can find me on all socials at Josie Maida.
1: And I'm Kate Killebrew. You can find me on all socials at Kate Killebrew.
2: And I'm Epcot Adam, and you can find me on all socials at Epcot Adam.
1: Yeah, you can. <laughs>
2: <laughs> also, guys, this is kind of a milestone episode. This is the 50th <gasps> true episode of the podcast. Not counting the Q&A, wow. not counting the bonus or the holiday ones, but this is the 50th actual factual episode of this podcast. So wow. I, think, I think that's a huge moment for us. I think that is a huge
0: moment. I know we talked about this. I don't remember if it was at the end of season five or last episode or a bonus episode. I don't know. But how I was reading on LinkedIn how like most podcasts just like stop after season one, which I feel like is crazy because y'all we have had so many moments where we have been like so stressed back when we used to do everything like once a week. Like it really took some time for us to like hit our groove and figure out like, okay, this is when we need to record by, to have it edited by, what's manageable. And so that made me feel so proud of us because I i was like wow i didn't know that most podcasts just like give up after season one and here right, like we are 10, ten yes. or
2: less episodes and yeah. here we are at 50 plus six seven bonuses so much
0: plus to come the
2: q a like we've done so much and endless yeah, so i'm list. proud of us
0: i'm proud of the three of us the only three who are on this podcast i'm right. very proud of us <laughs> i'm also very proud of us just us three, no one <laughs> and else, and all of you guys, of course, too. and I'm all proud of you to guys, all of are you here. who have listened, <laughs> yes, to thank us you for being on for that long thank today. You our question for being is, yeah. oh, that's a very fitting. Yeah. <laughs> thank <laughs> yes. you for being here today. Um, our question for today is: <laughs> Have you ever stayed at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort
1: and Spa? Woo! And I guess tell about the time, and if you have, that's the question. I have. I have also. Adam, i have also oh wow okay so okay adam go first
2: oh wow <laughs> um okay yes i have stayed at the grand floridian i've actually i've stayed in the dvc wing i haven't you stayed have? in like i have for my birthday Ooh, adam past the owner. <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's crazy because i've been dvc for eight years now. And Grand Floridian is my home resort, but I had never actually stayed there until November with Kelsey. And it was amazing just being that close to the Magic Kingdom, having the monorail and everything. We loved it so much. That's awesome. It really is so nice.
0: I stayed a few years ago for my birthday. It was right as the pandemic was ending. I had a friend. I guess we stayed in the DVC part too. Yes. Because we had a friend who had had some DVC points that they wanted to use up. And they were so, so kind to gift Renee and I a room that we ended up staying in for my birthday. We went Uh, on a VIP tour. uh, I watched Twilight in the Mirror TV while uh, I took a bath and ate chocolate-covered strawberries. It was pretty perfect. It was pretty amazing. Um just to be able to spend that time just the two of us together as we had just started dating and to enjoy um such a special room we had a great view it was really really nice and we also we were lucky when we got there we also got an upgrade which was such a great idea to ask for the upgrade was like the best <laughs> idea i've ever had um so no credit just
2: <laughs> it really was
0: it was one of the best ideas i've ever had to ask yeah. for that upgrade right. I'm glad you thought truly, of that I'm I thought about it too because I'm I'm always nervous to ask, but I feel like after I've traveled more, I've gotten a little bit more bold. Yeah, and especially yeah. then, like y'all, this was when the resorts were like just reopening. Yeah. Like it was like a ghost right. town, it so was. it really was yeah. such a good idea to just be like, "Hey, do you guys have any like upgrades?" And they ended up upgrading us like big time, so it was super super nice. That's how we got like the fancy bathtub and all the extra yeah. space it's in the living so room, nice. and it was crazy because right. like. One At one point, I was watching TV in the bedroom, and Renee was watching a basketball game in the living room because we had just so much extra space. Yeah, yep. it was great. And yeah. that, that
2: same trip, that's when Kate and I got upgraded at we Old did. Key West. We so, did. So we yeah, ended that's up when, in a one-bedroom, one so that was nice. were completely dead. like Hardly anyone was there, so it was wonderful. Yeah.
1: It was.
0: I don't miss the pandemic, Obviously. 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 But that there was something so magical about when it first opened. I wouldn't even say like some perks, but it was so cool that like the parks had been like closed and like the excitement of everyone getting to come back. And like, I feel like in the very beginning, like people, like there was like a lot of distance. There was nobody like really throwing fits about having to wear masks. Like everybody just was like happy to be there. They were just happy to make it Everyone was like thankful to be able to go. And like, yeah, it was super, super nice.
1: Well, I stayed quite a long time ago about two decades ago um we stayed the summer of my 10th birthday my dad actually had a convention at the convention center at um grand floridian so we were able to get convention rates we stayed um in one of the main buildings because this was before the dvc villas opened um so it was in the main buildings but um we had a blast we have great views. Um, I don't think they had the mirror TVs that far back because this is like 2003. But I was just excited to stay in that hotel beyond the monorail route. And that was actually the hotel that Kevin got to go down his first water slide ever. Oh. So that hotel Kevin loves the pool. He does. And we oh, he was he I was 10. So Kevin was about five And he did not know how to swim, you know. so we were like, how are we going to do this? Because we wanted him to go. Anyway, he went down the slide. I think my mom was at the bottom. We were at the top with him. And um, he went in the slide, and when he came down the slide, he was facing backwards. But anyway, it's like a memory (laughs) that has stuck with us for two decades now. It was a good time. I haven't stayed (laughs) since I'm dying to stay again, but... Me too. I want to go and go in the pool. Like
0: I didn't, because when we stayed, and and again, I'm so thankful, but when we stayed, it was December. So it was freezing outside and we, it was packed. So like we didn't get to go in the pool. I also, I don't know why I want to, like, I want to stay at the contemporary period, but I want to go in their pool so bad.
1: Yeah.
2: Me too. I've never I've only stayed in Bay Lake. Um I've never stayed in the actual contemporary building. So we should plan that.
1: I've only stayed in the garden wing that is now where Bay Lake is today. I'm dying to stay in the main building. Main building. Yeah. I wanna I only
0: wanna do it if I can stay in like the actual like main building.
1: Because that's my whole thing is like Grand Floridian, this is like very dumb, but like Grand Floridian, I'm like, okay, I stayed like at the Grand Floridian. I didn't stay like Grand Floridian adjacent, something like that. Contemporary, I did not really stay in the contemporary i didn't stay in the main building and then probably so i've never different. stayed
0: so i have stayed at the polynesian and it was in one of like the it was at, like club level which was really nice yeah and then the i best. also have stayed at um the the grand but i get what you're saying like it doesn't really feel like you're staying at the contemporary if you're not I wasn't staying in, the in main that building. Like, main building right. yeah. i feel like it feels like i it was still grateful count.
1: but you I, guys had that I gorgeous
0: theme park the view
2: yeah, we, the three of us all yeah. stayed at Bay Lake Tower one night, I, I and we that. had the Technically, I slept there view. for
1: like two hours, had <laughs> Yeah, a panic attack, and yeah, then I also had a pan- I was also panicking, and then once I just ride, remember
2: waking up and, and like what? looking around, and Josie and Kate were like freaking out we that were. Josie was going to be late for work, and I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. I couldn't I'm going sleep, back to sleep
0: either. I kept what waking was up and panicking.
1: Point? I was like, we she's going kind of It oversleep. was the night
0: before the 50th, and I had to be in Magic Kingdom at like 6. 6am and it was like after we had had no sleep all week and it was literally for what nothing Yeah, literally they did nothing park view no it was it it was so dumb but i was so stressed over it um so anyway
1: (laughs) grand floridian yes grand floridian take it away beautiful beautiful hotel so they broke ground on this hotel back in April of 1986. Um, that's when the groundbreaking Ooh. ceremony took place April 23rd, 1986. and the hotel had a budget of uh, a final budget of 135 million. So she was not a cheap a cheap girl at all. No,
2: especially with inflation that's got to be a lot today. Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: the thing that i found interesting and i'm sure josie found this in all of her research as well is like while we all know that for the most part that the main inspiration behind the look of it is um the hotel door del coronado in san diego there Mm -hmm. are several hotels that they went to for inspiration Mm -hmm. um you know in the since the world began book they talked a lot about that like the different hotels they visited, like the Bellevue Biltmore and Clearwater, Florida, the Grand Hotel in Mackinac, um, I'm probably mispronouncing it, Island, Michigan, and then the hotel in San Diego that I talked about. But um, I, I thought that was interesting because I feel like people only talk about The Del Coronado in San Diego. Like, that's the one you really only hear about. And um, when you see
0: pictures of that one, like, they do. It's understandable. Yeah. It's understandable. So, yeah. But, yeah, it is really cool. I was saying, I I did write down that, like, they had, like, a lot of inspiration. Like, the different names of the different buildings were inspired Mm -hmm. by, like, the The islands from the Florida Keys. And then, like, you know, the, that the, I think, Gasparilla was named after, Gasparilla Grill was named after something that they had seen while they were looking around for inspiration for the hotel. So it's just like there was so much thought put into this location that I feel like we don't really hear about anymore. Um, And it's so cool to see the storytelling and history that was put into these resorts because you know we have like you know Pop Century I think is really cool theming but like mm-hmm. Art of Animation like I get it they're telling you about animation but really at the end of the day I feel like there's it's just a, a lot boring. of like yeah. cartoon stuff everywhere yeah. mm-hmm. whereas this really had like a very rich story behind it which mm-hmm. I think is incredible. Now I did see it opened on June 28th 1988 mm-hmm. Um, and when I was reading on Walt Disney World magazine site they said that it was the third resort to open in Walt Disney World but I I think it's the fourth because it didn't have the golf resort listed as an opening day property. So I feel like this would put this at the fourth hotel, right? Because yeah, I was because golf resort and I mean, technically, Fort Wilder, Fort. Yeah, I always get the names confused for Fort okay. Wilderness and yeah,
1: yeah, you're right, Fort Wilderness. And then
0: and then um the Contemporary and the Poly. So there were four resorts open. Yeah, there were so three resorts tec- open. So this, yeah, would-
1: yeah, because the golf resort would open before this, but like if you're counting. The first two as the first two, like Contemporary and poly opening day of. Then you have Fort, like you said, that would be three golf would be four and then this be so this would technically be the fifth I would say the fifth resort yeah this definitely I was like that's that's definitely wrong I feel
0: like again this is just one of those things that like a a lot of people don't think about the golf resort you know what I mean but the golf resort was an opening day property right that's what we talked about when we did that episode
1: the golf resort was an opening day golf course it wouldn't open as a resort until 73 okay so that's 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 what it was that's what it was
0: Okay, so I guess I guess it depends on how you look at yeah, it. Back yeah. then, it really depends on how you look at it. But this was obviously a very early property, but it was not an opening day property, which I think a lot of people, because yeah. of its location on the monorail they loop, do it. assume yep. that this was always there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was not always there. And in fact, it wasn't even always supposed to be there. Um, that monorail loop is, loop is kind of notorious for having like a million things that like were supposed yeah. to be, but never were. We should um, do an
1: episode on that. Sometime I know we mentioned On just it the loop, right?
0: That would be such a cool. Let us know, well, of, like, you guys, the, what you The think. resorts
1: that didn't happen, I guess, is because you mentioned it. I think you mentioned it slightly in our golf resort slash Disney Inn episode. Yeah, but mm-hmm. we didn't. We didn't actually talk about like. What we also they all talked are. about
0: it in River in the River Country episode. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. There was a resort that was supposed to be there. Right. So this was supposed to be the Grand Floridian location specifically. It was mm-hmm. supposed to be the Asian resort. Yeah, it was supposed to be opening around 1974. But it was canceled and it never opened. Um, it was canceled at the same time as the Persian and Venetian Resort were canceled. Mm-hmm. Also around that monorail loop, what we're also talking about is that apparently still to this day, and Kate might know more. There is some land there that they constantly test to they see do. if they can open a hotel there, and it just is never like workable so because of the because Swamp. of the water, which yeah. is crazy. Fifty years later, and with all mm-hmm. the technology they have, that they can't find a way to like
2: build yeah. it, but.
0: You know, the swamp, because all of that was swampland. So it's like somewhere there has got to be, you know what I mean?
1: But also they have so many resorts now and Mm -hmm. they have that pad still sitting there from river country that they could technically Mm -hmm. move on if they wanted to. So that may also be part of it. Like They were supposed to build one there,
0: right? And that got canceled with.
1: Yeah, reflection. that got canceled with the panini. Yeah, that was supposed to be reflections. It was supposed yep. to be like a Pocahontas, Bambi, nature vibe. Yeah, I think With the and Tiana's restaurant, it was very confusing.
0: When we talk about this, about Grand Floridian, and we get a little deeper into the storytelling behind it, I think it's going to make the, that sound even more embarrassing. Yeah, Especially because that resort that she's describing, I would love a pocahontas theme resort, but that was, it was like just a hodgepodge random. of random earthy things number one Yeah. number two why would Tiana's restaurant be, be there? there that makes no Put sense number three, three everybody when they saw the pictures of this ripped it apart yeah. and again I think if we did an episode on like all the things that didn't happen yeah. and all of the storytelling behind the original resorts it would make more sense why people were like why are you building this like yeah right. Yeah,
1: I agree I think they were just like we need a new DVC resort what are some characters we haven't touched on what can go with the crazy of the characters y'all I get it I know they want to
0: I'm just I love IP but I want some and I get it I I totally I really do I understand why they want to put intellectual property into stuff I know that Disney but this is a DVC resort you're building like these are big Disney fans put some original storytelling into it please for the love of all that is holy put some original storytelling into it baby
1: yeah or even just some pull from like Disney's history not necessarily like the characters like kind of like what they did with um w- we've seen it in other aspects where like uh kind of like the name how the name Hyperion shows up over and over again things like that like pull something nature you know like mm-hmm. true name, you know like pull something there. They could have
0: even did something like what was it that they have that was at it's Discovery Island that yeah. was at mm-hmm. that was at yeah. River Country, that now there's a nod to it in Disney's Animal Kingdom. Yeah, like it's, they, it's it's on the same land. Also, yeah. River Country, they had a a hotel that was supposed to be yeah. we already talked about this in the River That's Country episode. But it was happened. supposed to be an extenu Ugh, there's just so many should good ideas that it's like, why, why? Anyways.
1: Yeah, well, I could talk about it forever.
0: Anyways, I digress. But of course, the Grand Floridian is a Victorian seaside resort theming. I feel like it's very similar to the boardwalk. Honestly, it's kind of
1: like there are differences, obviously. But I I think there are
0: similar. I was going to say,
1: I think the main difference between the two and whenever we cover the boardwalk one day, we'll go over this. But this one is very much based around Floridian like Florida in that era, and then mm-hmm. Boardwalk. I know it's supposed to be based on like New York, New Jersey esque right. yeah. Boardwalk. Yeah, and of so, course that one's like that one is actually a
0: Boardwalk. Yeah, Victorian seaside is like at the yeah, seaside. Yeah, I know what which you is mean. Not the same as a Boardwalk. They both but like have same, the same same vibe time, vibe era. different font. Yeah, you know time what I era. mean. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, same time era. Both supposed to be near the water. Um, so when they first opened, it opened as the Disney's Grand Floridian Beach Resort, which yes. obviously changed. That change happened in 1990. 97 but what i want to talk about what i want to talk about okay. is the pleasure island time in oh
1: time good in. i was gonna i was <laughs> hoping we were gonna talk about oh that. yeah oh yeah because we this gonna is what i'm that. talking about about storytelling baby i mean i will say it's a little bit of a stretch because they don't what? really they don't really i i the only info i could find about it i haven't found anything like truly tying to it other than this story but maybe you found something else. Like, I don't know if there's any nods actually on the property. I haven't seen any nods on the property. Have you?
0: I don't know that I saw anything that was a nod on the property. Um, Mm -hmm. I think... Let me see, because I kept this up because I wanted to be able to look at it yeah. um, to see what it was. So no, this is no nods on the property, which it's is It's just sad, more of like an Imagineer's tale. But it is the tale. backstory. Yeah, yeah, it's like an Imagineer's so tale. So the backstory basically is that um, it was originally a mansion built by Meriwether Adam Pleasure for his wife Isabella as an anniversary gift. Meriwether mm-hmm. um, Adam Pleasure was, you know, who... Pleasure Island. Like this was it yeah. kind of was own the Adventurers same.
1: Club and yeah. yeah, he's a member of SEA um which is huge. Yeah.
0: But he he and he was so he was like founder of the Adventurers Club. Mm-hmm. The um He has a lot of ties. So he has ties to Aulani at Auntie's Beach House. There is a nod to him. Mm -hmm. The Tropical Hideaway in Disneyland. Yeah. The Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, Pleasure Island, and then at Skipper Canteen in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So I think it's really cool. I love anytime we have some SEA, you know that I love it at Typhoon Lagoon, which also, Typhoon Lagoon was supposed to be created by the same hurricane that helps create Pleasure Island. So there's yeah. a lot of
1: crossover, and mm-hmm. I
0: just love anything Sea. I would love for there to be a plaque somewhere to him. Well, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I just want something to be either like Pleasure, something, or Merryweather. You know what I mean? Like some or Isabella's. You know what I mean? That's what oh, wait, I'm I saying. Think, like, I think there is. Wait a minute. Yeah. Everything I found. Hold on.
0: Hold on. Let me look it up because I maybe I'm wrong. Kate, you can keep
1: talking while I look this up. Basically, the story is that this... This was constructed in Lake Buena Vista, Florida in 1937, as she said, for a 39th wedding anniversary gift for his wife, Isabella Pleasure, Um, but they would only live there for four years because Meriwether would die in 1941. Um, The Walt Disney Company would begin purchasing assets from Pleasure's estates in the 1970s and 1980s, um, including this estate which would later be turned into a resort in 1988 that's the that's essentially the backstory
0: which is cute. I love. I love. Um, no, I'm sorry. I thought there was a gift shop named Merryweathers for a second, no. and I got super excited, but yeah. I was wrong. No. I was wrong. So that's why I was like, I don't want to misspeak. I agree. I wish there was something like, uh, like those other locations that I listed out, yeah. like Skipper Canteen
1: yeah. and Tropical Hideaway. There are specific things Especially that are there because you know we had the name change in '97 which is eight years after Pleasure Island opened. It would have been very easy to throw in a little nod somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. That's my only thing is like, I read the story, but I'm like, I wish there was like a tangible or even like a was a tangible thing there that we could Mm -hmm. be like. This used to be this. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I do so, I do love at, an SEA tie in. Don't. Oh, don't get 100%. Me wrong. I think it's so cute. I wish it was more like, again, at
0: Typhoon Lagoon, their SEA tie in is great with Miss yeah. Adventure Falls. Yeah. They literally have the character speaking, which is so cool. Like, mm-hmm. we never get that. So I agree. I wish there was something um, because, again, at Aulani, there is something. At the Tropical Hideaway, there's a plaque commemorating Meriwether's 1990 voyage on the Kissimmee River of Florida. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I do wish we yeah. had something, but I'm just saying I love the backstory and I'll take it any day over a hodgepodge of Bambi and Pocahontas. You know what I mean? yeah like, I I'm just, I was <laughs> pumped to hear it.
1: I was just hoping for like I said, I was just hoping for something tangible because I do know that so much of the resort's theming itself has to do with the actual history of like you know the expansion of the railway in Florida things like that mm-hmm. so i was i was hoping that with this tie in maybe like i said in 1997 when they did the name change there would be like something that maybe is gone, but I would there.
0: be happy with, like, again, like, Meriwether's Gift Shop,
1: or, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the Pleasure Mercantile. like Yeah, something. You know. Just a little, so even a drink. A drink, a nod, at, It wouldn't happen at the Enchanted Rose, but, you know, like, another place. Like, it'd be nice to have even just, like, a drink or something would be. Yeah, especially cool. since
0: Pleasure Island is like gone. Like, the
1: Funmeister or something like that, you know what I mean? Because his yeah. nickname was the Grand Funmeister, so... That's actually my nickname too. I've heard that. I have heard that. I also heard. I've you like only to test heard that you test people. And they... <laughs>
2: that's Are all
0: you
2: know I know about you? you. Yeah, we've that's, been friends for like six or need... seven years. That's all I know. You test people. You like to
1: test
0: people. That's what you need to know. That's all you need to know. Honestly,
1: no, um, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I appreciated. I guess for me, it's like. Since this was like a Mikey era thing, especially the rename, like in 97, when Pleasure Island was so successful, I was just like, oh, if there's a Pleasure Island, like tie in, there's got to be something like there's an Easter egg, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's not. And that's what's I would have loved me. any of them. So. He
0: was a wise, fool, mad, visionary, scoundrel, scallywag, and seeker of enjoyment.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, because he had so many plaques on Pleasure Island, you know what I mean? Like put up a plaque at Grand Flow. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Whatever. it would be really, really cool, especially because I feel like people love. I don't know. We need to do an SEA episode too. I know. It after would, it would be a series. The,
1: just, Honestly, it would, yeah, it would, it would have need to be
0: like one character that whole per, panel, and I still yeah. feel like I'm like I know nothing.
1: We, like I was trying to explain yeah. it to Renee the other mm-hmm. day when we were at Typhoon Lagoon, and yeah. I was like, I'm failing. Well, this what we place. could do is maybe like one episode per season. We cover one of the members, and then once we've covered all the members, maybe we, you know, I'm saying like I feel like that'd be the together. easiest way to cover it because. There are so many members and they all have so many tie-ins and uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. But like you said, it's a lot and it's always SEA, never see. So yes, never see, always SEA. Anyways, the resort opened, as we said, in 1988, but... For the opening, it was there was some fanfare. So um, Bert Reynolds and Lonnie Anderson were on hand for the ribbon cutting, along with Mikey and Frank Wells. They were all there for the for the ribbon cutting, um, along with four thousand members of the local and national press. There was also. A an aquatic swim and dance performance to a live orchestra playing that's entertainment in a two hundred and seventy-five thousand gallon pool. So okay. that took place with um also it's with that's like what we call fanfare. The century Turn of the century like medley of music was being performed as well. So big, big moment. Burt Reynolds was also honored as the very first grand Floridian um that day. And um It was noted that some of the amenities that this resort offered that weren't of norm um, of resorts were like the fact that there were TVs in each room. um, There were multiple phones in each room, including one in the bathroom. Like these were these were things that were like exciting at the time, (laughs) which now like it's the norm. It's the norm for sure. Um, The TV in the mirror is is the cool thing now. But right. I thought that was interesting um so yeah the the resort opened with that kind of fanfare and then as we talked about before it would have its name name change in fall of 1997 when it would offer um a spa on property that was part of the reason that the name changed to resort and spa yeah
0: and the spa is effing amazing like one of the best things I have ever done. I wanna do it with Kate. I wanna do it like every single week if I could. I feel like once a quarter, it's literally worth it because for Renee and I, I paid almost like less than 500 for a couple's massage yeah I think if you're gonna go like if I had known that you could go in the beginning of the day and use the spa Mm -hmm. amenities like for as long as you want the day of year I would one million percent I think next time Kate comes or another time Kate comes soon we need to book like massages because it was literally one of the best things I've ever done I feel like maybe not for guys which is why I said Kate and I and not Adam because (laughs) I was talking to Renee (laughs) about his like the guy's locker room and the uh, amenities weren't that great. Oh. But for the women's one, it was insane. Like I was like, yeah, I could have laid there all day. <laughs> like I, I, I didn't even need the spa. I mean, he still loved it and he had a fun time, but he just yeah. wouldn't have wanted to sit there all
1: day the way that I was
0: like, I could sit here all day.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick and I did the one at the Dolphin. I think it was only like two fifty dollars for us to do a couples massage. But same thing, you could use the amenities all day. And um, we were really impressed with with the facilities there. And that was back in probably um, 2019 we did that. Um, one thing that we didn't touch on yet, but we kind of touched on about the fact that it's like the fifth resort on property. Um, this resort would ignite unprecedented eras of like Disney hotel expen- expansion at Walt Disney World. Um, because after this resort is when we would start to see like value resorts pop up, you know, moderate resorts, things like right. that. But mm-hmm. apparently this, according to the 50th book, the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary book, this is the resort that ignited that unprecedented era of Disney hotel expansion. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Also, this hotel inspired the look of the um, Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel and the Disneyland Hotel at Disneyland Paris. Um According to Jim Corkus, um, the interior had the interior of the resort has subtle design nods to Florida's own Addison Meisner, Meisner, which um, that was like the architect known for Palm Beach style um, mm-hmm. back in those days. And yeah. I'm pretty sure before. I mean, I would have to look it up again, but wasn't before the. Uh, Enchanted Rose became the Enchanted Rose, wasn't that like Meisner's Lounge or something? I think that was like I a think nod so. to yeah. this this person as well. So that's kind of what I'm saying about like, you know, the Mer- the Pleasure Island vibe was uh, that you know that's cool and all. I just wish there was like any nod. I feel like they did a great job with like nods to um, Addison Meisner in here. They did great nods to Flag. Flagler's, I, I always say it wrong because it has an extra L, but Flagler's, he was a big part of, like, the railroad expansion in Florida. Um, I was going to say, I saw that name, and I was
0: like, first of all, they started Italian yeah. food, by the way, but I yeah. wish I could see menus. Like, y'all know I'm a yes. Disney foodie. Yes. I have the Disney, like, menus book, which I really need to sit down and look at. You but should. I wish I could look at, like, every menu from forever, and I was like, Flagler's. Like, what a friggin' name yeah. that is now Citricos, by the way. Yeah, and I do so you know that when they redesigned that, they did it in, like, three months.
1: No, I didn't know that. Yes. Um, I it d- closed July 6,
0: 1997 and reopened November 8, 1997. Oh, wow. Like just a couple of wow. months later. And they went from Flagler's to Citrico's, which obviously basically all the restaurants at Walt Disney World just got like major revamps. They
1: did. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say uh, that was the that was the name that was missing because I was like, I looked at the list of like, Restaurants that were there for the opening. And I saw Flagler's was on the list, but I saw most of the other ones were still there, and Citrico's was the one that was missing. I was like, one of these, I was like, Flagler's is not there anymore. So, like, which one switch? But I was like, I, I don't need to look into that. Uh, one thing I did think was cool, which I'm sure Josie may already know about this, um but there's a gallery near the entrance of Victorian Albert's, and it features 11 original maps of Florida. From 1775 up to the period of rail, railroad tycoon Flagler's lines of the railroad, like being added to Florida. So I thought again, like that's that's something that we don't see in newer resort um, ideas because it's more about like animated characters versus right. like this. They were like, we are really, really, really honing in on like the 1890s to the 1910s in Florida. You know, like on. On the beach. Like, they're like, we are going, like, full force with this. And that's the kind of stuff that most people will just pass, but the, They do have such cool things on the walls. Yeah. That the the, They really do. The ones that... The ones that will notice those nods, though... Probably really appreciate Also that the kind lace of stuff. from
0: Lily and Disney, like yeah. it's just beautiful. I also feel like the Grand Flow for anyone who's been to the Club thirty-three location in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I feel like the Club Thirty Three location in Magic Kingdom, even though it's an adventureland, mm-hmm. doesn't it feel very grand flow upstairs, Kate? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, Not I could bars, say that. Yeah. Yeah. But the like
0: because the main areas are supposed to be very much like they told us when we were, you know, I was a part of the opening team for that specific club, and they mm-hmm. told us that like a lot of it was designed after like apparently what like Lillian Disney had wanted her and Walt's Florida home to be like. That's what you told Mm -hmm. me. So I kind of feel like it's really cool that like I do feel like that vibe is there of like what Lillian would have wanted even at the Grand Floridian and like she has that there's that huge piece of lace from her collection Mm -hmm. um, which is really cool so there's just so many cool like little nods there.
1: Um, One thing that I didn't realize until I was researching today is that That iconic custom-designed marble floor that you can find the characters hidden in um, in the lobby. Um, The right way to add characters to hotels. Yes. So that wasn't added until 2008. So that that's only been around, and I guess that makes sense. 2008. You know, it opened in 1988, so that would have been you know 20 years later. Or what? Am I doing the math right? Yeah. So anyway. That's kind of cool for them to have added that, but me, you know, not staying there till 2003 when I was 10, I wouldn't have noticed the floor. But in my mind, like, I thought that was just always a part of the resort, just like a timeless, you know, Mm -hmm. it, it, it matches very well with the architecture, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't have known that that was added. That recently, and they did it the right way. They weren't like,
0: okay, we need to add more IP. Let's slap it all over the resort. They were like, (laughs) let's do it in a way that
1: makes sense. Yes, and you—it's one of those things where if you don't know to look for that, you would just walk right over it. You know, and you may not notice it your first time in there unless you look down, um, which I love. Um, I also learned about this um, event that they do on Monday and Friday mornings um, called the Parasol Parade, where um, almost 50 housekeepers do this parade. They grab parasols and they stroll through the pathways of the Victorian Garden and they choose one to two kids to lead the parade. It's on Monday and Friday mornings. And this tradition started all the way back in 1988. I, this, this, article that Jim Cork has put out was put out last year, so I'm hoping that mm-hmm. means that it's still done. I but hope so. I want to find myself at Grand Flow on a Monday or Friday morning and just hang <laughs> out go. and wait Let's to go see then. if this really yep. happens because it sounds awesome.
2: Let's go back to the place where we a, Oh I was gonna say where we, where all, we started our friendship. Yes
1: we should yeah. all go back and have breakfast Grand because Cafe. 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 I was just gonna
0: say I haven't been to the Grand Florida Cafe in so long. I have not and either that was especially, probably the last time I went. Especially after, um, I'm never like wowed by their food, Me, but I they think they the always food. have cool menu items that sound amazing. Yeah. It's always just mid. Like it's never yeah. bad. It I've never been like, oh, this was bad. Was mid. I did like the Big Mickey waffle they had with the little yeah. cookie yeah. crumbles. Yeah. Yeah. I just think they have a lobster burger, which sounds like a dream and I always get it. And then I'm like, mm, this is just okay. Yeah. Um, although because it's Passover right now, a lobster burger sounds <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Um, that sounds phenomenal but we should next next time you guys come we should go we should do breakfast yeah, there definitely. and try to see that there are so many cool things and that's the thing like if you ever have an opportunity to yeah. stay at like one of these resorts i feel like unless you're staying there for like a whole week like you, yeah, you don't really even don't go see to the, the parks stuff. like yeah. you stay you should stay at the at the resort like yeah. when i did the polynesian we did the pool for most of the day but then we did go to magic kingdom that night because i had a friend who was visiting but like i wish we would have just stayed at the poly all the way through. and just enjoyed mm-hmm. it amazing yeah. i agree
1: i I agree well one other thing i learned and i couldn't find dates on this exactly so i'm like i would have loved to have potentially experience this but i just didn't know um so for a number of years the grand floridian actually had its own line of bath products for guests in the rooms so what? instead of using yeah instead of using like the what is it that everybody... h Yeah, whatever. the H2O. Before that, they had their own line of Grand Floridian wow. bath products. It had the Grand Floridian logo on it, everything. Um, but unfortunately, due to consistency of the products and then cost issues, they ended up switching to just match all the other resorts on property. But I was like, I just felt like that was just another example of how they really tried to be, like, a step above at this resort. Right, above and
2: beyond there.
1: As the flagship, you know, the Walt Disney World flagship resort, I feel like that was just another cool little detail um, that kind of set them apart for a little while. Um, Two things that were filmed there that didn't immediately come to mind, because I know we all think of the Full House episode, and we all think of, like, I know they stayed there for the middle, but um, the Beach Boys taped... Their um, MTV, I mean, their music video for Kokomo on the sands of the resort in 1988. Um, So that's wild. But also, apparently, um, a few episodes of Hulk Hogan's Thunder in Paradise were filmed at Grand Floridian as well. (laughs) There are so many
0: things that happened at these resorts
1: that, like, yeah.
2: And let us not forget, isn't so this a cool place, place. Where, where our boy Mikey had uh, tea with oh, uh, Fozzie, yes. and yes. mom? Yep. Fozzie and, and Fozzie's, Fozzie's mom?
1: Fozzie and Fozzie's mom. Yeah, Fozzie's mom. <laughs> also, I should, I should have done the research before, but I'm pretty sure... I think Princess Diana stayed here with her kids. I think she did as well. Because I that think was, she did as well. somebody asked me once, like, can you give me a cool fact about the three monorail resorts? And obviously, you know, I covered the Beatles for... Um yep. Polly, I covered Nixon for Contemporary and I was trying to find one for Grand Flow and I think that was what I found is that Princess Diana stayed there with her boys when they came to the parks so the more you know yeah
0: I think that is where she stayed everyone always talks about how like her Disney trip was one of the like, happiest she yeah. had ever been which is so sweet I absolutely love that Kate we just had a, a sale we did? So, we did we just got a sale I'm looking to see oh, what it was I want to see too Ooh, you too. Oh, I do. Um, We had a sale earlier this afternoon for earrings, which I didn't know. Yeah, we did.
1: I I saw that. Okay, this (sighs) one's exciting. Never Was Always Will Be necklace. We love that. Yeah, very exciting. My favorite. Anyways. I'm very excited. Shameless plug. This is how happy we get
0: when we get an order for Spinning (laughs) Carousel Co., you guys these our new earrings
1: would be perfect yeah perfect for for wearing at the grand Florida. it's relevant really would I'm not
0: just saying that I can't wait to wear them there um
1: (laughs) Um, but yeah it's really cool to think
0: that princess diana stayed there I'm gonna I'm gonna like triple check but it has to be I'm
1: like 99% sure but yeah feel free to check um one other thing which I think we all kind of knew this but the resort and it's so funny because it says when you google it it says the grand floridian beach resort there you go baby she must have stayed before 97. Well, yeah, she definitely stayed before the name change in 97. Anyways. Okay, so one thing that I think we all kind of know uh, that like Disney like talks about a lot is that um, this resort has like a AAA four-diamond rating and then the group Victorian Alberts has um, a five-diamond di- um, rating. But um, did you know that the resort received that award in 1990 for the first time and has had it every year ever since. And Victoria and Albert's is one of only five dozen five-diamond restaurants in North America. So wow, pretty cool. I think
0: it's one of the only ones in Florida.
1: Probably. I think it's, what at least that's what
0: I heard. I don't know, like I don't keep up with the list every year, but that was a major bragging point. Yeah. It was like, I want to go so bad. I wish we went before the pandemic. They jacked up the price so much, but I still don't care. Like I still want to go so badly and I will be.
1: Yeah, definitely. And then also, um, wait, I have an oh yeah. Um, also Grand Floridian received a designation from Florida the florida green lodging program so that's another designation it has um but i know that another thing people know grand floridian for is the wedding pavilion which opened on july 15th 1995 and according to jim Corcus, the first couple to ever get married at the wedding pavilion was cast members john and heidi pickert um they were a security investigator and a senior sales manager at disney and they're they're the couple that got that got married for the first like the first couple That's to get married cool. at the pavilion so i thought that was kind of fun
2: we should do an episode sometime on fairy D- disney fairy tale weddings i think that'd yeah. be a fun topic i think to that'd dive be into. a cool
1: one too i think that'd be a cool one too agreed
2: i guess it, especially cuz in my past life i got married there so Yes, in your past life. Yes, in your
1: past
0: life, not this lifetime, <laughs> no. but in a different lifetime. Nope. Um. Yeah, I want to go to Victoria and Alberts so bad. Um. But yeah, I think it's really cool. The one thing I couldn't find about food wise was Narcuzzi's. I think it's because especially it just reopened that like every time I searched like when did I it think originally it, it, open. I think it opened with the hotel.
1: Oh. It was
0: That's on that. What list. I thought and I'm pretty sure that even when we went to Narcoozy's like that's what the cast member said that like she had been there since the beginning and that like it opened but like I just wanted to find like some more details like how many times had it been revamped had it but it just that's another one that just reopened like they basically just revamped every single restaurant within this resort and they're doing renovations so I think it's about time for a stay like if there was any time to stay although I did for Valentine's Day weekend since we were staying at the spa I looked up how much it would be and it was like two thousand five hundred dollars for like
1: this is the most this hotel is the most expensive on property outside of the you know star cruiser which is a completely different experience like this is the most expensive which is why i think it's absolutely wild that my family stayed for like a long weekend back in you know literally 20 years ago granted it was 20 years ago but my mom said it was like 125 bucks a night to stay and we were like in the main buildings like we weren't, you know, we weren't like like a contemporary situation. We were, we were like in a garden view. It was like we had great views and we but it was it was we were staying at a convention price, so I guess that's part of it. Which the convention center opened in 92. Um which tracks because Disney was all about trying to be the convention kingdom capital capital as well, um putting convention centers in like all of their hotels. So that tracks as well.
0: They, they do have so many of them. They do.
1: They do. Like I said, I was thrilled that we had one, my dad had one there, so we had the excuse to stay. So
0: I'm yeah. ready for a grand flow weekend right about now.
1: Me too. Me Let's too. Let's do it. I will say um kind of playing in on the way that they've added Disney characters to the resort i feel like this resort has always been really good about um pulling relevant characters without it being like over the top like i've been really happy with right. all the mary poppins stuff that they've been doing yeah um you know i'm not as much of a fan of mary poppins returns as i am regular mary poppins but i understand um but i i will say like i think the DVC rooms that they've done the renovations, I feel like they've done a good job of adding like little nods, you know, of yep. yeah, Citricos as well. Yeah, Citricos. Yeah, I know. Citricose I wonder when is- they're gonna open 1900 Park Fair. Bruh, yeah, me too. And I loved that. um I loved that one because. Again, you got to meet like Mary Poppins, Alice, Mad Hatter. It was it was all good. It was a really cool, unique It was cute. And they had like unique meal. dishes. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. people loved it. So I'm very yeah. surprised that it's still closed. Yeah, they had the strawberry soup or something there. Wasn't yes. that a thing?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I remember way back in the day, there was a villains character meal um at Grand Floridian when I was a kid. It was at night. And I have pictures oh, from that. Fun. And I mm-hmm. met like it was very obscure invite. villains that we met. Um, I don't. I think it must have been at the 19 Park Fair spot as well. They just did that at night. Like at night, they would do villains instead of the regular characters, mm-hmm. maybe,
0: which would still do well today. If they it did was that.
1: really cool. I'll have to find some pictures. Maybe I'll find some pictures and put those on the stories for the for this episode. But it was it was kind of cool. But yeah, I mean, um, I feel like this hotel's like really held up. You know, and how long it's been open. It's going to have. And it's having crazy a that they've never built one. This year, they've
0: never built one like nicer, and they still yeah. do like crazy cool things here every year, like the yeah. egg displays and the gingerbread yeah. displays. Right. Like they do it as a smaller version at other hotels, but. Mm-hmm. Still, this all these the years one. later, this is like the main hotel. So yeah. yeah, it really has stood the test of time, and it's still where people want to stay. Like it's not oh, yeah. just like Disney is like, oh, this is our main hotel, but nobody really wants to stay there. Like no, no like it really it's, is. Everybody's like the nicest just to stay. Yeah. There.
1: yeah. Um, even the monorail station, you know, they talked about that in the "Since the World Began" book that like that was an issue for them. Is how can we have this modern technology of a monorail in this Victorian era? Mm -hmm. Like, resort. Which,
0: which let's just talk about the fact that they even thought about that. Because nowadays, they'd be like, we don't give a flying fork.
1: Yeah. So, they flagger flagler comes up again they pay they paid tribute to like his train stations in the victorian era like how that looked to be how the monorail station would look which i don't even think about that kind of stuff because the theming just matches so well mm-hmm. that i'm not like oh this is victorian era you know but they like, this they this does so yeah. well so mm-hmm. anyway we we love grand flow we're big we grand do. flow stands here um beautiful
0: beautiful um yeah. I think that's all I have. I was really, really excited about this. I hope everyone loves this episode as much as I did. I was really excited because I love the SEA tie in. I think Mm -hmm. there are so many opportunities here for us to talk about more like defunct and things that like never happened or will never happen or might happen. And that's always like super, super fun. So I loved this episode. It was so much fun. And if you all have any ideas for episodes or if you want to chat with us, we would absolutely love it. And you can do that you really can you can do that at any time (laughs) we're always accessible you can find us on instagram at carousel project podcast and also do not forget you can leave us a voicemail and that voicemail will be played on the show you can say your name you can say where you're from we'll play it on the show we'll answer your question we cannot wait for our like first person to do that with so that number is 407-457-4456 and we would love for y'all to give us a call
1: yes also Speaking of things you can do, you can also join our Patreon. We have five tiers of fun on our Patreon. Um, So if you haven't had a chance to go check that out yet, go see if one of the packages are the right fit for you. We have bonus episodes. We have five minute previews. There's lots of stuff to look forward to over on our Patreon. So be sure to check that out.
2: Do it. Yeah, and as always, share us with your friends and family. As you heard earlier, we now have 50 whole episodes. So pick your, pick your favorite few and share them and, and spread the word.
1: And last but not least, we all know what Adam's favorite number is. It's five. Suck it, Paul. So um, so if you love Adam or me or Josie, go ahead and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, those ratings go a long way in letting people know about our podcast and your favorite podcast, the Carousel Project podcast. It's my favorite and if podcast. if you don't
2: love us, keep it to yourself because yeah, that's embarrassing. Keep
1: it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it to yourself. And when there is a 19 star rating, Paul, be, leave us a 19 star rating, okay? Please.
2: We would, <laughs> Please, we would be so we grateful. We want all
1: 19 stars.
0: <laughs> As always, thank you so, so much for listening along and joining us for another week of Disney history and some amazing marketing. We didn't really get to talk about a lot of marketing this week. It's super, yeah. super crazy for hotels, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. People still are dreaming about staying at this hotel, so they are absolutely The commercials, it's right. always right. in the commercials.
1: Right. Always in the commercials.
0: Anyway. Oh, yes. Always in the commercials. Absolutely. But we are so, so thrilled to have y'all here. Thank you so much for being a part of our passion project, for being a part of our little EPP crew. We love you. Have a great week and we'll be back soon. Bye.
1: Bye. Watch out. Love you.
2: Love you. Bye. I thought you Take were care. Different. Love you.
1: <laughs> you can be there for me just this
2: once Four five whole
1: minutes.